What's up, y'all? I ain't did one of these in a little minute. So I decided to start these back up. The Wayne's World Podcast. Like I said, you know, sooner or later we're going to get some people on here. Get a lot of viewpoints from certain people upon different subjects, you know. Certain religions, viewpoints, societal things that are going on, politics, all that good stuff. Um, you know, I also got a friend that I plan on having on here that can teach y'all about some stocks and things of that nature. But, you know, right now I just want to touch bases, not really on anything specific, you know. But I've been paying attention to a lot of things that's been going on in the media. And these are good things that have been happening. You know, you got a lot of people coming into consciousness nowadays through a lot of social media platforms. I know, you know, you got Twitter, Instagram, and everybody's on TikTok nowadays. And um, when I'm looking at these platforms, I see a lot of people that are, you know, really expressing who they are in a spiritual sense, you know, not really being afraid to actually go out there, start studying and start learning. But a lot of them, they tend to be stuck with the question of what's next. And when I say they tend to be stuck with the question of what's next, basically, it's kind of like this. For those of you who are conscious, you know, in a spiritual sense, if you may, the first thing you did, and a lot of us are young, you know, I'm still 20. I ain't even 21 yet. I just turned 20 for real. But um, a lot of us at a young age, we grew up in a church, you know, but closer to our preteens and, you know, that teenage age, we really started to question things, not because it was time, you know, that DNA started to activate in all of us. But for me personally, the one thing that I never understood was why, you know, and what's next. So since I don't follow the whole Christianic movement, since I don't accept that Jesus is not my Lord and Savior, I mean, and maybe some for some of y'all, you know, some of y'all are still religious, and I respect that. Some of y'all are still religious. I don't bash anybody's um, religious views or anything of that nature. But for me, what it was, you know, at a young age, I really didn't have any answers, you know, going to the church. I would ask so many questions and get in so much trouble. They didn't have no answers for me. Going to school, the science teacher, she damn near kicked me out every day, bro. Because I'm saying, I asked her so many questions. But when I finally discovered certain platforms, like, um, I love Sarnetta, you know. Sarnetta, he was like one of the first platforms. I was like 16, 17, watching him all night, you know. The debates themselves, they were something amazing. That's why I learned a lot about ancient Kemet um, through that. You know, I started to find out about Brother Panic. Bobby Hemmett, so I got mad love for Sarnetta, you know. But before this, you know, a couple months, a couple years before this, you know, I really was stuck because I'm like, you know, what do I do now? You feel me? It's like I was stuck with the question of what's next? What do I pray to? Who do I pray to? And then I started to come across the answer that a lot of us, we're the way we are because we feel as though we have to pray to somebody. We feel as though there has to be something superior to us. And I started to understand why psychologically. It's because a lot of us, you know, we need something to put our faults on. We need something to put our blames to. 
We need a God to give our thanks to when things go right, and we need a devil to give our wrongs to, you know, when things don't go so good, you know. And I started to realize at a young age, this was, you know, something mental that we are a people that's dealing with that we have to come out of. And I started to study more and study more. And the question of what's next, it became more of what now, you know, because next is already to come. So in the moment of now, I'm thinking, you know, or maybe I should join Islam. <laughs> maybe I should become a Buddhist, a Hebrew Israelite, um, something. I got to do something because I feel like it would be not morally correct if I'm just out here talking about a creator, this, that, and the third, and there's really no, um, no action behind it. You know, because I'm still young, you know, and there's not a lot of people that were around to actually teach me these things, you know. I mean, I had a few elders here and there, but, you know, they always tell me the same thing. You know, they would say, stick to the path that you're on because the answer will come to you. And then the question of what's next, like I said, it became what now, you know. And for a lot of us, that question of what's next, it tends to dwell because we feel as though we won't be maybe financially correct, physically correct, you know, things of that nature. If we stop going to church, you know, stop doing this, stop praying five times a day, stop reciting the Torah, you know, things like this. But like I said, I don't really bash anybody's religion. I'm just, you know, here to express myself in a way that most of us will understand, you know. So... Like I said, with a lot of these social media platforms, when I'm watching, I see a lot of teens, you know, my age, or even elders, you know, people in their mid to late 20s, early 30s, even early 40s, you know, the list goes on because it's never too late for you to become that higher self that you've always prayed to, thinking it was an outside entity and it was always within. One quote that I always live by is nothing outside of you greater than what's already in. So when I see these social media platforms and all these, you know, melanated people, whether they melanated or not, you know, when I see people coming to certain knowledge, it's really a beautiful thing that they have people around them that will support them in a way to help them express themselves more. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I seen something. This young lady, she posted about her seeing spirits and things. And um, she was in church, but she never actually ventured out to understand why she was seeing them. You know how it is growing up in church with um, church families. You know, they, you tell them stuff like this, they're going to take you to that church. You're going to get holier through all over you and everything, man. I'm telling you. So she was afraid to actually open up about it. And she said once she started, you know, asking around, it was just, you know, little innocent things that she couldn't control because it was in her DNA. So when I look around and I see people leaving the churches, quitting their jobs, I mean, <laughs> going that far to actually find themselves, that is a beautiful thing. You know, and to dig a little deeper. For those of us, you know, who are still stuck, as opposed to, well, who do I pray to now? What do I pray to now? What church do I go to? You know, what 
holy book do I read? Do I read the Quran? Do I read the Torah? Do I read the Bible? You know, I would say this. This is my main message now. And to the whole what's next topic. Y'all hear my music in the background. I'm over here chilling. But you know, <laughs> this would be my answer to you. For those of you who are asking what next. You know, just stay on the path that you're on. Because like I said, there's nothing greater than what's already within. Those answers, they'll, they'll, those questions, they'll be answered most definitely. But the thing is, you have to stay on your path. You know, don't let nobody steer you off of who you truly are. Whether it be your parents, because that's what's going to happen. You know, when you're coming to this spiritual knowledge and this conscious awakening, you know, the main thing that you have to watch out for is people who are going to stop your light. You know, and that can be family, that can be friends, you know, anybody around you that you feel as though may have been helping you, and then it'll come to a point to where now it's like they're not even there to help you anymore. It was just, they were there, they were idle, kind of like a video game. You know, when you play video games, like GTA, for instance, in the game GTA, what do you do? Ride around, steal, <laughs> rob, shoot, everything else. But if you pay attention, there are people, they're idle, but they're there, you know? And if you play GTA, most of us have, you will notice there are people having whole conversations, like on the phone, walking around, like they're actually real, but they're just programs, a part of a computer. And that's what a lot of people are, and we fail to realize this. A lot of people around us are just programs. They're idle. We may think that they're here for a higher purpose or something to be in our lives, but they, they're not, you know, they're just there. And that's what you have to come to an understanding of, you know. A lot of people that we may feel as though is a part of our life for a certain reason are not. Because in GTA, you got to stick to one mission. No matter what gets in the way, you got to get this mission done. Because if you fail, you got to keep going over and over. <laughs> you, you see what I'm trying to get here? You got to focus on this mission. Because if you fail, what's going to happen? The game shuts down. You start right back over from where you was at to point one. You know, from point A, then you got to work your way all the way back up to wherever you were. You know, and that's how life is. If you don't focus on whatever mission, maybe, you were sent here to carry out. But come on now, you know what happens. You come back, start over, you start over, you start over. And there comes more idle people. Here comes more idle things. Here comes more influences that you may think are part of you. And that's what we call attachments. Attachments are basically things that we may feel as though that we need to carry on within this life that we've attracted physically, that we feel as though is a part of us. You know, certain medallions, certain characteristics that we may gained to feel as though if we don't have this, if we don't use this, Maybe I'll have a bad day. Maybe this won't work. Maybe that won't work. You know, attachments like that, we got to learn to cut loose because they're not good for us at all. At all. So I was reading this book that I want to get into as well. And we're still on the topic of what's next. But I was reading this book called The Wisdom of the Shamans. Let me turn this down a little bit. And in this book, the wisdom of the shamans. In this book, it talks about narrators, you know, the allies and the negative ones. I forgot the name of the negatives. I think that's what they call them, but they're called narrators. 
And narrators are basically those voices that you hear in your head throughout the day, you know. Some call them, um, I forgot the name, intrusive thoughts. So intrusive thoughts, psychologically, you know, those thoughts that you have. You're driving in the car, some telling you to drive it off the road. You're holding a knife, some tell you to do some sick shit with it. You know, intrusive thoughts. Basically, narrators are like those. You have the allies and you have the balance and the allies. They're the ones that's trying to help you get through the day. They're the ones that's telling you to stay positive. You're doing good. You're doing great. And the balance are, you know, those negative connotations that you get throughout your head. Maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you won't be good enough. Maybe you're not perfect enough. You know, and what we need to do is we need to stop focusing so much on what um, what we may see, what we may see to be true. Because most times, you know, the things that we feel as though is true is about ourselves. Some people don't even see that. And what I mean by that is, you may think you're probably the most baddest one in the room, and that's okay because your confidence needs to be high. But to somebody else, you're not even close to a five on the scale. (laughs) You know, and with these thoughts, what they do is some, they boost them. You know, the allies, they boost you. That's what they do. And the negative ones, they take you off that high horse. So I wouldn't say that they're good or bad ones, actually. I think it's a symbol of, um, I think it's more of a thing of duality, you know, the balance. It has to be a perfect balance, you know, duality. So how does this correlate to um, the topic of what's next? Once you become who you are or who you may feel you're becoming on this spiritual journey, you know, once that caterpillar is within the cocoon, turning into the butterfly. It goes into those dark days, you know, darkness. Your spiritual journey, what's next is darkness. You know, darkness to light. The alchemy, man, alchemy. The phoenix rises from the ashes. A lotus has to be grown in the mud. Um, Cold turns to diamonds. You know, the dung beetle rises through shit. That's what alchemy is. What's next is darkness on this spiritual journey. You'll go through those days where you just feel like life is just, you know, pointless. (laughs) And like, there's nothing else to it. You know, like, you'll feel as though you don't even matter. Nothing matters. Nothing is around you. Nothing is even important. You just want to end it all. But in a way, you can't because you know that's not true. You know there's more. And that's what happens. That's what's next. You will go through darkness mainly because you will realize that everything was a lie. It's kind of like me. If I was to take a child and take this child far away into the woods, you know, raise him there. And as he gets older, I tell them there's no civilization out there. There's no McDonald's. There's no Burger King. There's nothing out there but just grass and um, giants, like some damn titans out there. So don't venture off into the woods. You stay in our little perimeter. You know, as he gets older and I get, as he gets older and I get, you know, older, I'm not going to be able to control him anymore. He's going to, you know, slip off one day. He's going to see trucks, cars. Things, planes in the sky. He's going to see so much. So what's next for him? He's going to be pissed at me because not only did he miss out on this life, not only did he miss out on everything else, but I lied to him. 
So what's next for you? You're going to be mad and angry and upset at the world because you thought that this was true. They told you this in school. Your parents told you this at home. Your grandmother, your grandfather told you these things. But now that you're reading, you get older and you have a better understanding. What? It's not true. So now you're angry. And referring back to the story, now he's angry. He's mad at me. And he's also mad at himself because he didn't have the uh, mental power to actually, you know, say maybe I should go and go and see what's really out there for myself. Because let's be honest, all of us when we were younger, we've all felt like we were powerful because we are, you know. I know when I was younger, we was in, we'll be in the car, right, riding. Nighttime, daytime, and I'll be like, man, I'm the chosen one. I'm the chosen one. I got the moon following hear me. Like, I'm so for real, bro. We'll be in the car, nigga. I'll be on the back seat staring at the moon talking about, you know, I'm the chosen one. I'm like Neo from the Matrix. And I remember this one time. It was the funniest shit ever. The sun and the moon was out. Like, the sun was rising and the moon was setting. You know, the sun was rising on the east. And the moon was just about to sit, and I was like, oh, man, they trying to <laughs> they trying to give me powers. But, like, I was young, but, like, I never understood, you know, that this was actually a thing. You know, the sun and the moon, the energies that they both get off, I never really understood that as a child, you know, until I got older. So what's next, you know? Darkness, man. Darkness. A lot of people think this shit is just, you know, creamy, honey, peaches, sweet, Fun, sun, all that. It's going to be darkness because you've been lied to. You've been played. You know, let's be honest. You got somebody you're talking to. They lie to you. They play with you, you know. You're going to be mad at them. But that madness won't last because there's a method to that madness. Chaos. Chaos. Like Phil Valentine said, you know, he said that chaos... He said that peace can only be found through chaos. Yeah. That darkness is chaos that will come to you. And after that chaos is when you'll find your peace. Because it's like, it's like this. Once you begin to go through that darkness phase, once you're inside of that cocoon, you have to face everything. That's that when that shadow work kicks in. You have to work on everything. You have to work on the trauma that you've been through. You have to work on the trauma that you're about to go through. You know, and a lot of us, we don't really, we say that we haven't really been through any trauma, but trauma, it, it goes very far, man. It can go from a grandparent dying, that a, you know, even an animal passing that we loved as a kid and that we probably still hold on to. You know, for me, it was a lot of family deaths and things of that nature. For a lot of us, you know, maybe some things went down at school or, you know, it's trauma that is yet to come. But either way, and it just don't even have to be trauma. It can be your self-thoughts, what you think about yourself. You know, shadow work is really based upon, you know, the mindset and the things that you go through on an everyday basis that you have to work on that you ignore. You know, a lot of us have anger issues that we have to work on. Things like that. So while you're in this darkness, you know, while you're in the cocoon, you know, while the butterfly is in the cocoon, he doesn't know when he's going to get out. I mean, a butterfly don't even know it's a butterfly. Because first of all, they never seen a mirror. All it knows is that one day it's a fat, sloppy leech crawling on the ground to one day it becomes beautiful, flying in the air that kids love to chase after. You know, the people want to chase and be around. 
Can you imagine that? That's why I love to call this spiritual process the butterfly effect. Because when you're the caterpillar, nobody wants to be around you. People are only going to pick you up and slang you around. You know, it's like you're at your lowest. That's you before the spiritual journey. And during it, you become encapsulated in this cocoon for who knows how many dark days, months, until that cocoon finally cracks. Your shell cracks and you rise. You become the butterfly. Your shell cracks and you rise from the ashes, the phoenix. You know? So what's next? That's what happens. But for a lot of us, you know, I'm not saying that the cocoon stage will last for four to five days. Man, this stuff is, you know, a lot of us still got to do shadow work. A lot of us still have to do certain things. But at the same time, it won't hurt long, you know. It won't hurt long at all. I got that from Instagram. I forgot to do um, at, but it's a hashtag that I found on the Bobby Emmett page. It won't hurt long. You have to be prepared to actually go through this shit. That's what the whole point of it is, you know. Because it's not, the thing is, like, people don't understand how strong, like, spirituality, not even that, you know, how strong that this shit is, that it's a part of the bloodline. Because not only have you, not only do you have to fix yourself, but now it's in your hands to heal your whole generation, to heal that DNA. It's a privilege to carry that weight, you know. Because not only was something awakened inside of you, your ancestors are saying, oh, yeah, they're the one, they're the one that's going to stop this um, generational poverty. They're the one who's going to cancel out this generational curse. They're the one who's going to heal the family bloodline. They're the ones who we can speak to. That's the one we can come to, you know, at nighttime when they're dreaming and whisper these messages in their ear. And they wake up feeling like a new person. That's a privilege, man, I'm telling you. Because not only will you have them on your side, they'll be there when you need them. Trust me. You know, because as crazy as it may sound, man, I'm not the only one. I've had so many incidents, bro. Not even incidents. I'm not even going to call them incidents. I've had so many times. I waking up in the middle of the night, bro, and I just hear a woman. It ain't even scary. It's just like she just softly whispering my name, and I wake up. You know, and I wake up, it's just like she's waking me from, like, a dream that I had. Like, the following day, you know, I just feel like a brand new person sometimes. That's a privilege, man, I'm telling you. And it may sound scary. It's like, why would I want to see my ancestors? Why would I want to see this? Why would I want Bro, I'm telling you, the most sorriest thing you can do is say that you with this shit, say that you want to be a part of this, and the next thing you do you know, you all on Instagram posting about it, Snapchat and Twitter, TikTok. But like when the shit gets down, you know, and it gets physical, it's now you don't want to do it anymore. Don't do that, man. You got to play your part. Because if you get chosen to carry out this shit, you know, it's in your hands now. And that's a privilege for real. But it don't take a lot, you know. A lot of us are black sheep. A lot of us are the only ones in the family who are like this. And we don't understand why until it's actually to a point to where, oh, it's me because I've already been doing this. It's me because in my past life, I was already teaching this. I was already doing this. I was already helping them. So I was the one that decided to come back and reincarnate and work my way all the way up so I can heal us now. 
so I can heal us for the future, you know, and the past. Can you heal the past? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can't take the pain away from the past, but you can heal it most definitely. So, with all that being said, you know, I didn't really say a lot. I know a lot of people be telling me to go more into debt because they want me to talk for hours and hours, you know, but I'm going to get there. I really don't write these things down, man. I just hop up, turn the phone on and get to it. But, you know, like I said, in the future, probably not even days from now, man, I'm going to try to be more consistent with these, you know, probably make one every now and again, every probably two weeks, probably make like two every two weeks or something like that. I really was all over the place with this one, you know. But I really don't write these down, like I said. But the next one, you know, most definitely writing down. We're going to get some things out the way. I'm finishing these books right now. So I can also, we're going to start doing some book reviews, talk about some movies. I know one movie that I got to finish seeing is uh, Tenet. I didn't see Tenet yet. But like everybody know about The Matrix. And The Matrix too, man. You watch The Matrix, every time you watch The Matrix, it's going to be a brand new meaning to that thing, for real. Because at first when I watched The Matrix, I was like, man, Mr. Smith is a bad dude, you know. I hope Neo get him. But like as I got older, you know, I watched The Matrix again. I'm like, Mr. Smith wasn't a bad guy at all. If you understood his purpose, he didn't want the physical place or The Matrix to be there. He was going to destroy it all. But he understood he had power in both realms. You know, he understood the power he had while he was in The Matrix. So he manipulated that and created his own spot, you know. So, Mr. Smith wasn't the bad guy. He was more of the guy that was like, fuck it all, we just gonna destroy everything, nigga. <laughs> like Godzilla, you know, Godzilla, Godzilla not good or bad. Godzilla, he's the mediator. He's the one that'll send the balance, you know. Whether you're good or bad, he's there to just balance it out. So, you know. A lot of these movies, they give off mixed messages that some of us don't really understand. It takes time. Cause I'm telling you, some movies you watch more than once, every time you watch them, it's going to have a brand new meaning, man, for real. You know? A lot of these songs, too, like I was listening to earlier, I know um, the songs from the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, bro, every time I listen to them, it's just like I can really feel that energy of that time era, you know? And that's a beautiful thing, because energy goes a long way. Energy goes very far, energy, period. I mean, even in the kitchen, bro, you think about it, you in the kitchen cooking, and you pissed off, man, your food is not going to be good at all. You're going to be in there beating eggs, nigga. <laughs> beating them things like you're going crazy. You ain't going to do no measurements right, because you ain't going to be focused. You're going to be too angry. Your energy going to be too off. Your food is going to be disgusting. Now, if you relax, calm, smooth, you vibing in the kitchen, you know, that love, you know, that vibration, that frequency of love, you know, it's all through your body, moving through your hands. Now it's on the food. Food going to be delicious. You know, going to taste like heaven. That's why <laughs> you be seeing the memes and it be like, um, if the Waffle House cook not outside, Listening to music, smoking a cigarette, the food gonna be nasty. And that's true, bro. Cause, like, I'm telling you, music, 
relaxes you, especially, you know, every time I pull up the Waffle House, they don't got nothing but blues or R&B playing, for, for real. So, I mean, you really just got to watch out for yourself, energy-wise. Got to protect the energy. It's a very sacred thing. So, like I said, I know I was all over the place with this one. But, you know, I'm just testing the waters out. I think I'm going to call this one What's Next. Yeah, What's Next. But the next one, I'm most definitely having somebody on here. I'm going to chop it up or whatever. You know, but that's about it for this one. Peace, y'all.